Good morning. It's the morning after 901 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. I am Tyler Trumbauer. Tubby with me here in studio on a fine, uh, frigid, frost Monday morning here in Edinburgh. Thank you all for tuning in, starting your week off right, if you ask me, with the morning after. Of course, we're your uh, premier sports talk show here in 88.9, as I say in the promo, the only sports talk show in 88.9, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m., trying to, trying to make some sense of the sports world that we live in today. And that's what Tubby and I are going to try to do today, right, sir? How was your weekend? Yeah. It, was, it was all right. It wasn't, it wasn't too, too bad. I got to Friday night. I went to... Titusville's final home game. Oh my goodness! Is it like a, was it this a high school? Yeah, high school. Oh, ball. Okay, that's because it was youth football night, right? We talked about this, or was that two weeks ago? It was youth that was football night? Two weeks ago. Oh, I missed football. that one. Yeah, you did. But uh, should have gave me a live report. But yeah, they they lost. So it's big shock. Yeah, I know. It was it was. A struggle. they compet- the, No, that was Gerard. I was following. I was somewhat yeah, competitive. Yeah, we just uh, Titusville plays hard, and we just have we're just lacking meat. We, I, you are like the most chronic. Victim, or I should say, I have the worst luck for pigskin. Favorites. No, you just say we when you like you shouldn't say we. Like when you talk about the Browns, it's always we, right? Because I feel like a part of that team. I feel a part of that of that family. Right, like your wife for the Packers can say we because she's an owner. Right, but you can't say we for the Browns. Why not? I had season tickets. I paid that, my money. That doesn't mean anything. We're all paying money because if we're buying, you know, like Sunday direct ticket, or you know, we're we're taking. Cable, or at least we're like you know watching the game and building the TV ratings. That's going money directly to the team. So we're not like directly putting the money into their hands, but we're somehow, some way, you know, doing that. It, I don't know. I just, as an objective individual, you should not say we. But I say we. I know because you're not objective. I'm not. I'm biased. I'm by. Bi- I'm biased on Titusville, Burrow, Ohio State, and my Brownies. See, right there, you just said my brownies. You don't even know. Like, you don't even think about it. No. Like, it just happens. I don't question it. It's that ingrained into my body. Like, when I say, like, you know, people bleed certain colors or whatever, that's me. I do that. That ain't true! Oh, it's true. So, we're going to talk uh, Burrow Sports today. Also, look at the PSAC from Saturday, of course, with Edinburgh getting underway on Thursday and taking care of business then. Uh, there was a Saturday slate of games. Some interesting, some not. Uh, there is one team that's no longer undefeated. We'll talk about that. Um, and then we'll jump into the National Football League, a very exciting week in the NFL, I think. A lot of good games, even the Yahoo game, which we'll talk about that, um, how that, how you feel that went over, Tubby, because you're the, you know, the Internet czar of illegally watching things. You could legally watch this game the yeah. only way. Uh, was on the interwebs. So we'll talk about that more in the next 56 minutes here on our allotted time on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio, EdinburghNow.com, or the TuneIn app on mobile devices. So uh, let's just jump into PSAC Sports right away for the football scene. Um, on Saturday, of course, Edinburgh doing Thursday, if you missed that, losing to Mercyhurst 38-28. to uh, Obviously a simple... Uh, one to figure out. Chippensburg wins seventy to seven against Cheney, um, which and I'll talk about later on uh, when uh, we get to the borough sports or the cross country. But Cheney's bad in everything. Like there's not a single sport Cheney's good at. Ouch. Like Cheney only had like three guys finish the men's cross country race. I don't know how many they entered, but they only had three guys finish the race in men's cross country. That's not even enough to register a team score because you need five. Yeah, you got to place five. So, yikes! That's Cheney for you. 
So when you think things are bad, just be happy you don't go to Cheney. Right. I'm a, yeah. I'm An a, interesting one here. Kutztown 63, East Stroudsburg 17. Kutztown's been up and down this year. East Stroudsburg just walloped Edinburgh um, in week three of this, of this uh, PSAC season. And Matt Soltes, one of the best quarterbacks in Division Two, just did not have it. The Golden Bears at home at Andre Reed Stadium takes care of business. I thought that was a little bit of a shocker. A close game, which was probably potentially, the it was definitely the Eastern Division game of the week. Uh, Westchester beats Bloomsburg 33-22. to uh, Lockhaven beats Millersville 36-28. to Lockhaven with back-to-back wins for the first time in a little while. Forget the year. Um, and then here's the one that was the interesting game, the game that, uh, you know, I was kind of wanting to see. Clarion, you know, they, they're undefeated. What were mm-hmm. they, 7-0? and We're yeah. going into, uh, we finally had to see, they're finally going to have a true test because they're going to have a tough couple of games here down the stretch in their Western Division schedule to figure out if they were contenders or pretenders here. And we, as of right now, they're a pretender. California wins 42-28 to over the Golden Eagles. Uh, Cal, I believe, had all their points in the fourth quarter to make that comeback. Let me just double-check that uh, for you fine folks. But I'm pretty sure, looking over it, that it was Cal who got the, all their points in the fourth quarter. Let me look here. Get, or, excuse me, no, Clarion. My bad. It was Clarion who scored 14 points in the fourth quarter trying to mount a comeback, but Cal just couldn't do anything. Cal had 21 points in the first um, frame that really just kind of set the tone there. Clarion down 21-7 after the first quarter. Cal moves to 5-3 and three, um, overall. Clarion 7-1. and one. Gannon wins 43-28 to against Seton Hill. Seton Hill is a team I just don't know about. Fenner and I argue about this team off air a lot constantly about who what they are i'm saying watch out for seton hill week 10 spoilers well not spoilers i mean seton hills has a better record than edinburgh okay so they wouldn't be spoiling anything um Um, i'm talking about for other teams throughout the peace act potentially okay and i'll give you that and go ahead carry on um fenner says that they're not that good so we'll have to see Mm-hmm. And in the game, I watched the end of it. Slippery Rock beats IUP 40-39 to in pouring down rain for most of this ball game at SRU. I was at SRU that day, but then came home. Didn't stay for that. Yeah. And uh, that was a heck of a game. IUP, SRU, 40-39. That was a ball game right there. Yeah, it is. That, that could have just decided who wins the Western Division. Yeah. So Slippery Rock might just be the having a chance in the title game in week 11 to uh, defend their championship. And, of course, SRU is a team that comes to Edinburgh this week for senior day, the season finale, or home regular season finale, excuse me, against the Fighting Scots. Uh, that's a noon kick on Saturday at Sox Harrison Stadium. Sports Fever will have that game on ESPN3 for you television-wise. Radio-wise, we got you right here on 88.9, the home for Borough football. Mike Fenner myself having the call. Um... 11.45 pregame noon kickoff for that one. So we'll get to, of course, the other slate of PSAC action later on this week when Fenner's back in town to uh, talk that stuff with us. And a big Saturday um, in Borough Sports, which we'll get to in about 20 seconds here. But before we get to that, I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Edinburgh football here. Um, Mitch Thomas wins named excuse me, PSAC West Special Teams Player of the Week over the weekend. Of course, PSAC gives out their... 
weekly awards each and every week. And Mitch Thomas earns Western Division Special Teams Player of the Week. Of course, he had the first points of the game for Edinburgh Thursday night with his 47-yard punt return. Uh, one heck of one, one heck of a punt return, though, as he uh, he took care of business, went right up the gut. Good blocking by Burrow, and I think he was almost untouched um, to do that as well. So, get to women's volleyball quickly. They had a pair of, vo- of matches over the weekend, Friday and Saturday, California Friday, Seton Hill Saturday. Uh, both victories for the Scots come from behind victories, if you will, because the Vulcans and the Griffins both Tubby got out to one no- one nothing leads in the match, and then Edinburgh rallies with three straight wins to win the the match, uh, three to one, and Edinburgh now in a twelve match winning streak. Watch out for these ladies, Tubbs. They're coming. They're already here, I think. Yeah, yeah. They they definitely made their statement, and they're the team that uh, all the other teams are looking up to. Oh, they certainly are. First in the Western Division, took that over a little while back, and they are just cruising and loving life right now here um, in the PSAC Western Division. So, also the Saturday's win was the 250th win for head coach Missy Sobolski. Yeah, we'll give her a round of applause for that. We can we can do that. That's we can a lifetime achievement. That well is. done, coach. Over, I, I believe she's at 330-some um, for her career, of course, coaching, I believe, at Gannon before she came to Edinburgh. Okay. But 250 just as a fighting Scott, and I'm sure more and more to come just this year alone. So the Scots hit the road this week, a pair of matches at IUP um, Friday, and then I believe they're at Clarion on Saturday to can try to continue their hot stuff. Women's soccer also uh, lost last week to SRU on a Wednesday night, one to nothing. Still have yet to beat the Rocks since 2009, Tubby, women's Yikes. soccer. SRU's had Burroughs' number, but on Saturday they may have the comeback 2-1 to win against East Stroudsburg, the defending conference champions, 2-1. to On senior day, Jansen Hartman, one of those seniors, honored with the game winner um, with about 15 minutes left in that match. Alex Brown had the other goal for the ladies that day, so solid performance by them. And then, of course, on Saturday where I was at Saturday morning at Slippery Rock for the 2015 PSAC Cross Country Championships. Now, did they have them start... Slippery Rock, they have that big, there's like that big grass open field, and then it starts to go up that big hill where they usually put like Go Rock. Is that course still this, that same course? Where it's you at Cooper's to... Lake Campground. Okay, no, because this, this was on their campus. Yeah, it's so. not on campus. Uh, I guess okay. it's the one they've been using for a little while. Uh, it was hosted by Slippery Rock. It's in the town of Slippery Rock. I guess there's a town. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there's um, a town. I don't know things. Yeah. And um, cold day. I was underprepared. For that portion, um, I did it in my rain jacket, and it rained in the men's race, so I was prepared for that. Good. However, a um, little cold, but Edinburgh was prepared uh, overall. Women's race first, 10 o'clock. Eden Arboval, freshman from Norway, odds-on favorite to win it, and she did just that. Pulled away late in this uh, contest with about 2K to go and just went to victory Never and back. won the individual women's title, and helped the women's team, who earned 90 points on the day, won by 12 points, and won their second straight conference team title overall as well. So good work by the ladies there. Um, Ida, the first freshman to win the individual title since 2009, the first borough cross-country athlete to get the individual title since 2006. Wow. So it's been a little while since nice. Burroughs had one at the top of the top of the podium, uh, but the teams have been doing quite fine as well. For the men, Elliott Martin Kevich finished second, 
Logan Mountain for Lockhaven. This kid, Rick Hammer told me after it, head coach Fred Bro said he's been told by others, and he believes it now too a little bit, that that kid is potentially going to be the national champion this year. And I'll tell you, he just dominated that course, dominated that field. It's a tough course. you got to go up a hill. There's hills all over the place. There's right. a castle on it. It's a pretty cool castle. Yeah. Um, uh, and he just ran away with this. But Martin Kevich uh, did a good job, especially at the end with a final push after he fell down to third to finish second with a decent cushion. So uh, good work by Elliot there and Ida. So the men, I believe, took fifth in this contest, uh, I believe. So now we'll go to regionals in two weeks where the women are also defending champions. Flatter course at Lockhaven. So we'll have to see and, you know, give you updates on that one. I most likely will not be going with the team on that one considering we will be at Seton Hill for football that day. So mm-hmm. it just worked out that it was a Thursday night game. I was able to go. So I appreciate right. them. And, and i got to give another round of applause, Tubbs, um, to Slippery Rock. Unbelievable job organizing and running that event on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a great job with the athletic department. Uh, just did an unbelievable job. They're tweeting um, coverage of it live. I was trying to live tweet the race while I was running around the course, literally running. Um, right, because it, it's hard. I mean, you're looking at a course that's strung out. What do they run at the college? Is it 5K or is it more than 5K? 8,000 meters and then 10,000 meters, I believe. Okay. So, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's a good there. distance, but, I mean, it's, it's not like watching them run around the track where you're just counting laps. Right, no. It's I mean, these guys are over hills, through Dale. Right, and Slippery Rock had their media. They had a golf cart to go to the different spots. Right. I was just hoofing it. Right. I was working hard. Yeah, because um, it's, it's nice. I mean, I ran it. I didn't run that course, but in high school we ran the one. Uh, they had a high school invitational that they ran on their campus, mm. and that's where I was talking about because they had like the the huge sign that said "Go Rock" or whatever it was painted right. in the grass, and we made ETS on it, so it said "Go Rockets." It was pretty cool. That's that's good work by you. Yeah, well, you know, a little bit of tubby history for you. There you go. Just to fill in the gap as you move on, as you seamlessly segue into our next section, getting it all set up here. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, the last uh, thing, note I want to hit on is Burrow had a wrestle-off on Saturday at the Dome. I, I think it was well attended. I saw a lot of people heading in there. It was just about to get underway by the time we got back to campus from Slippery Rock on Saturday. Um, not too many guys wrestled in that one. No. Um, I mean, it's just guys competing for some spots. I think one guy that really sticks out was Patricio Lugo from, um, I believe he's from Miami. Um, did a heck of a job. At 149, I think he might earn the starting gig there as a true freshman. So we'll have to see, of course, wrestling getting things underway at the Eastern Michigan Duels on November 7th. But I think he did a nice job. But, I mean, it's, there's a lot of guys you expect. Vic Avery at 184 didn't wrestle. Austin Matthews at 157. Uh, he was 9-0 and before he went down a year ago with an injury. Redshirted that year. He's probably going to be the starter at 157. Um, Looking around, Vince Pickett did compete at 197. Patrick Jennings did not at 165. So he'll probably be the start there. Um, Warren Bosch, who wrestled heavyweight last year, drops down to 197. He didn't wrestle. Um, So we're going to have to look at that. And heavyweight's going to be an interesting spot because heavyweight was an interesting spot a year ago. I think it was kind of they just missed and mashed there. Warren Bosch doing most of it, wrestling up for heavyweight. probably going to be Billy Miller, a guy that they really like that redshirted a year ago. But we'll talk about Burrow Wrestling more as season goes along. I should right. be talking I'm, to I'm just, Flynn. Yeah, I'm just really excited about the season coming up for them because I really think that with the with the crop of freshmen that they got in and how competitive they are, I mean, these guys, it's, it's just like a wolf pack in there. I mean, these guys are, are fighting and scratching, trying to 
you know, there's a saying that says iron sharpens iron, right? Right. So, I mean, if you have the best in your wrestling room, I mean, even the guys that aren't starting could probably start for any other program around the area easily. You know, but these guys are here working with world-class talent trying to make this team. And I, I'm really excited that every year that they don't have to, like, um, rebuild so much as, they, as Edinburgh just reloads. This is true. Edinburgh uh, re- reloads a lot in another category, something else, that they're tops in the NCAA Division II with. We'll talk about that on the other side. Don't go anywhere. It's the morning after. Tune in. Rock on. 88.9 WFSE Fighting Scott Radio. 9.22 here on 88.9 Fighting Scott's Radio. It's the morning after. Tyler Trumbauer, Tubby with you here on a Monday morning. One last thing that I wanted to touch on before we jump into the National Football League. Burrow leads all of NCAA Division II. Which, I mean, people arguably you could say that overall. They think they're the best, right. they're the best institution in um, all of Division II. But, breaking news over the weekend... Edinburgh tops in Division Two in Make-A-Wish donations. Nice. That's like if you want to be tops of something, that's something to be tops of. That's a good job out of us. The Scots amassed thirteen thousand six hundred sixty-five dollars and eleven cents during the twenty fourteen fifteen academic year. So this is what it goes by. So Edinburgh was tops the last few years. Has had wish reveals the last two years but is now tops. Now, this was kind of previewed on right here on the morning after during the homecoming edition when we had Dr. Roy Shin come in on the show live from Sox Harrison Stadium, mm-hmm. and he said to Fenner and I on the show that Edinburgh, he believes, is number one in Division Two and Make-A-Wish donations. But now it is official. The NCAA has come out with the list for the public's eye, and Edinburgh is first, leading the way, for not only NCAA Division II, but obviously the PSAC. And the PSAC, then, is the top conference in all of Division II. However, and they had $53,493.51, but you got to give most of that credit to Edinburgh because Edinburgh is the only PSAC school in the top 20 nationwide. So we really just threw the 17 other institutions on our back and said, let's go, we're going to take you to the promised land here. So, obviously, good work by them. And, um, and NCAA sets a new record, Division II does. Has, they've raised over $600,000 in a single academic year, uh, with their grand total for last year being $605,248.21, which was just over 37000 more than the previous record, which was set the previous academic year. So... This brings the grand total raise since the beginning of the sponsorship 12 years ago, the 2003-04 year, to just over $4.1 million from NCAA Division II to make a wish. That's a lot of cheddar. $4.1 million. That's a lot of happy kids. I love to hear that. That's awesome. Edinburgh has done an unbelievable job at taking that initiative. Every contest, uh, home sporting contest, they have people out there, make-a-wish donations, you're able to do that. Um, every single time, and you know, not only have the student body stepped up, but the student athlete um, academic or advisory committee has stepped up to really take that. The community has stepped up to donate, and they've really made it their own. And uh, 
you know, Edinburgh not only just squeaked by for first place, Malloy College, second place, just to give you some perspective, had $13,154.25. So over $500 was that cushion between first and second place for Borough. So good work by them. Unbelievable job. And, of course, I mean, to be determined when, but it's a guarantee that Edinburgh will have another reveal in Macomb Fieldhouse this year. Awesome. That would so, be great. You going to go to that? I'm not going to make any promises. Did you go to the one last year? No. 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 It was a great no. night. That was, that, was girls, that was during the girls' basketball, wasn't it's it? It's always during basketball. That's what I thought. Yeah. I remember listening to the call. I forget where I was. I think I was driving well, back. Well, too bad the... Uh, I was driving back from Cleveland. Too bad the Make-A-Wish thing wasn't, you know, on the radio for you. It was on TV, though. You could have watched it on TV. Yeah, I know. But I remember listening to the call of the Uh game and hearing Mike uh talk about it after. uh You disappoint me sometimes. I do. I do. Actually, a lot of times. I'm a large disappointment. So, as I just see these... my wife feels. As I just see these numbers scroll across my my computer, it's time to talk about the National Football League. I wish I had the National Football League, like, sounder. You know what I mean? You know what sound I'm talking about? Like, it's like... Bells and stuff, and I don't know. Okay, I'll look it up. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's 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 true. I'll try to I'll try to look it up. Yeah, I'll try to have it for you by Wednesday. I don't need it by Wednesday. Okay. Anywho, you wanted it now, right? It's Edinburgh now, not Edinburgh later. I should have anticipated your needs and already Sheesh. had that in the system for you. I'm sorry, boss. That's a bad job out of me. Schedule, let's take a look at the scores from this past weekend. An interesting Sunday in the National Football League. Start off, Tubby, 9.30 a.m. I'm sure you were still asleep. No, I was awake. I was wide awake. I got up at 6 a.m. You were playing like Call of Duty or something. Let's be My real kids here. were, but I was on the computer. You, you, you were watching Call of Duty. I was not. Anywho, 9.30 in the morning, on the computer. You, were on the, you said you were on the computer. Watching, were you watching this game? I did watch part of it, yes. Okay, so you can tell me about this. Jacksonville wins at, against Buffalo 34-31 at Wembley Stadium in London. The game exclusively with an asterisk on Yahoo as it was available in the CBS Jacksonville and Buffalo market only. Because you right. can consider this the Buffalo market potentially. But yes. it was the only the CBS Buffalo affiliate and the Jacksonville CBS affiliate. Only ones that had it on television. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Tubby did hashtag watch with the world. What did you think of the stream? Um, I thought they did a pretty good job, but I, I just I, I don't understand where they're actually going with this, seeing as how, I mean, like you and, and many others pay for the Sunday NFL ticket. Right. Okay. So because you paid for that ticket, paid whatever amount of money it is out of it, I don't need a dollar amount. I just know that you're a struggling college <laughs> student, so that's a hefty chunk of change for you. Okay. Right? Sure. So now... Out of the scheduled games that you're supposed to get, you can't watch this one because Yahoo has it. Incorrect. That you were able to view it? I believe so. It gave me the option to watch. Okay. However, I don't know if I, I didn't click it. Okay. Because I wasn't in a Wi-Fi area, and I wasn't right. going to do the data. Because I love the app on your phone for Sunday Direct Ticket. It tells you when you're going to have, when it's going to use data to, to stream. Okay. So I don't ever want to do that. Right. I only have two gigs a month. Struggling college kid. I can't afford to go over more right. gigs. So, didn't do that. Only use the Wi-Fi. Right. I mean, I've heard from, I mean, from my own experience, my, my internet at home is, is pretty stable. So, I was able to watch it with ease. However, comma, there's others that struggled. I mean, especially in our area because we are part of, 
I mean, our, like our three big markets are three big fans in our local area that we broadcast to here from WFSE are Bills fans, Steelers fans, Browns fans. Correct. So you get some of these Bills fans, and God love them for the hard work they do, but living out in the jing weeds on the farms and stuff, their, their signal strength isn't Ooh. all the best. So they were... You know, they had lag issues and all that stuff, but that was more on the... Yeah, that's why I didn't even honestly try it in my dorm, because I was just going to get ticked off at Tech and Com, because there, there was no way that was going to work. Right. And, and, you know, I mean, good job out of Yahoo, though, because I didn't think... I was really worried about their pipes. I didn't think they'd have enough... I know, you were, you were doubting them last week. I was. And then set, to set yourself up, because, I mean, what if, just say, for instance, some industrious hacker... Happen to have like beef against Yahoo for whatever reason. Okay. Like say his fantasy football team tanked that week or whatever, and he's mad at Yahoo because it was a glitch. It would be very easy for them to DDoS that system, which is where they just flood it with all this traffic so that nobody could watch the game. Right. Um, none, but that did not happen though. So they no. and it was a heck of a game too. I think it was a blowout in the beginning. Jacksonville twenty-seven points all in the second quarter, and then get had their points at the end there. Uh, to just pull out the 34-31 victory. But Buffalo, what a comeback in this well, ballgame. I thought they had it. I thought they honestly had it. I was like, oh my, all right, here's here's Jacksonville being Jacksonville. And Rex got his team fired up. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Because, you know, I'm jumping on the bands, on the Bills bandwagon. Right. right. Because I need somebody to win. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, it, you know, they just, that last play. That last play. Yeah. It was unfortunate. Killed it. Uh, Jacksonville does survive 34-31. E.J. Manuel does nearly pass for 300 yards in this ballgame, but the Bills do falter. Uh, Some quick numbers, 15.2 million unique viewers for that Yahoo contest uh, yesterday. Um, 336.0 million overall. 460 million total minutes of video were viewed. So cutting in and out, going back and forth. I think a lot of people picked up at the end when they saw that the Bills were making a comeback. So... Right, because, I mean, these are two teams that usually don't draw that well anyway. So it was kind of hard to see if, you know, if this was really going to affect anybody anyway. Right, and I think we're going to get more. I think there's going to be more Yahoo. I think maybe Thursday nights, too, because, uh, you know, a CBS has it for only the first part, but then they give it up. Then it just goes to the NFL Network. So I think when it's at just the NFL Network, I think there could be a shot it's going to go on Yahoo. Because not a lot of people get the NFL Network. No. I know I don't. Not on my basic cable package. Right. Like, that has a cost. The NFL's right not there. So, I mean, people would like it to be on Yahoo, I bet you. That would be a good opportunity to do it. Right. If it's going to work. And you'll most likely get better teams. You know, we'll have to see. But I think think overall it was okay. I think we need better teams to get an actual accurate measurement of how the NFL fan base overall is going to receive an online exclusive game. I agree. So we'll have to see what happens. I I think it was an interesting, interesting experiment for the National Football League. But life will go on. They have another London game this week, but it's on Fox on television. Don't worry, you can watch it. Um, let's continue on into the National Football League. Uh, don't go anywhere. we got breaking news coming up here, uh, Major League Baseball-wise, in a few moments on the morning after. Um, Tampa Bay, Washington. I watched the end of this game because, thank goodness, applause. I'm giving applause everywhere today, Tubbs. Just them out, like Oprah. I'm a very, I'm a very generous person today. Fox pulled out of the New Orleans-Indianapolis game, which they gave us up here in the market. And sheesh, that game was ugly. Now, Indianapolis came back later and made it a ball game, losing only by six. But it was horrendous early on, and I turned it off. I was actually watching Law & Order SVU Marathon on USA because the Steelers-Chiefs were... I was tired of watching field goals all day. Right. And 
I was working, and I didn't really want to watch Sunday Ticket at that time. I was about to leave. I didn't really watch much football yesterday until the Eagles game. Um, and I turned it back on, and it was Tampa Bay, Washington. I was like, yes, thank goodness, because that was horrible. That rarely happens, though. It takes a lot for a team, for a, a, the network to pull out of a game. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got to be a complete stinker. Right. So, Tampa Bay wins this, or excuse me, Washington comes back and wins this one. Their largest comeback, 24-point deficit, down 24 nothing at one point, Tubbs. Largest deficit, largest comeback in Redskins history. Native Americans proud across the United States today. Right. They ought to be. What about these Washington Redskins? I, Do you, I don't know. I'm, I'm, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Okay. Is Kirk Cousins your quarterback for the future now? Has he won you over in eight weeks? Seven weeks? He should have, yeah. Now, has he should have? I asked you a question. Be a man I, and answer the question. Yes. Thank you. Are we all happy now? Well, you don't say you should have. Well, I, I don't know. I just find it hard to care about the Redskins. But, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, I yeah. Because I want to talk sports for the rest of this show, I'm just going to completely ignore that statement. Okay. But that was had to be one of the most idiotic things you've said on, in your tenure on this show. I know. There's going to be more. I mean, we still got a few weeks left. This is why our this is why our ratings are going down. You know that, right? No, they're going up. I don't believe that at all. I think they tune in just simply to see what Tubby will screw up next. You can't be a sports talk host and say you don't care about the other team. Sure, I just did. So then what do you want to talk about? Let me, let me throw it know. to you. What do you want to talk about since you don't want to talk about the Redskins? Okay. You want to talk about how the Browns put up six no. points? No, I don't want to talk about the Browns at all. All right. Then you tell me. Because they can't get out of the way. Apparently I can't Here's run my the show question. properly. Here's my question. All right, you hit me. Is Houston's head coach done? No, it's Houston for Christ. They don't care. It's going to be Bill O'Brien. He's going to do. The, he's going to just do it. They're right. going to keep him. They're going to keep him. Even after that embarrassing game against Miami. How's that embarrassing? Miami is legit. Okay. With these, okay, with these in these last two weeks, they scored exponentially amount of more points in these last two games under their new head coach than right. they did under Philbin. I agree. They Ryan look- Tannehill seems to be happier. Seems to be playing better. There seems to be a new fire under this team. It's okay. not like you lost twenty-four to six. Like the Browns did. It's not like you lost. Um, you know, it's not like you were down. Like yeah, but you still gave was. up forty-four points, and you have the best defensive player in the in the entire NFL. They've had JJ Watt for how many years? Have I know, the but they been still, good? yeah, but they haven't got blown. They haven't gave up like forty-four. Right, when's points. the Texans bye week? Answer that question for me. I don't. I have to look it up. Well, you wanted to bring this up, so you got to have. Well, your, I did until like my computer. Crashed you got to have I'm this. Like, you got. Oh, now you're complaining about technology and communications again. I'm old. I always complain about computers and technology and stuff. Well, maybe if you knew how to use it. You know what? That's a valid point, my friend. It's not. The, it's you know. Ninety percent. Do we have an introduction to computers course here? At we probably do. I think it's like CSCI, some nonsense like that. All I right. So they have this upcoming week against the Titans, and then they have a bye week. I believe, so, if so I know think, what the calendar looks like. All right. Yes, this is true. So, I, get, I say they beat the Titans, he keeps his job, he's fine. They okay. lose to the Titans, there's a chance he's gone. But I wouldn't fire him. Yeah, you wouldn't fire him in the... Would you let him, would you let him ride out the rest of the season? Yes, and then I'll evaluate it. But I don't think... I, do, I wouldn't fire him midseason. Right. I, well, I don't agree with firing anybody midseason, except for 
the Miami Dolphins are proving me wrong like right. you do every day. You can fire a guy midseason, especially when you have a Thursday nighter, you had a long trip home, you have an extra. I mean, they had like 10 days between games. It's a perfect opportunity. That's why it happens on the bye week. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. But, yeah, that was the glaring thing to me was that he was – I honestly thought – So that's that. the only thing you wanted to talk about today? That's the only no. thing you came into the show on. No, that was about. just my one point. I, right. mean, I, looked at the, I looked at some of the other stuff, and I figured that I would have to be here to counter your points on some of the stuff that you brought up. But that was the only So thing where do you want to go next then? Since I'm just basically letting you run this thing. I'm just sitting here. You're just chilling. I'm going to ride, ride sidecar today. Okay, and so you and, I, you and I both picked Philadelphia. Right, in the, in the upset, upset. In the upset. Correct. What went wrong, my friend? Like seven drops from wide receivers. Just flat out. Did you watch this football game? Just flat out. No, I did not watch the football game. That's why. I could tell you anything. I could tell you freaking Chinese Army came down. You'd have no idea. (laughs) No. You didn't watch the football game. Because let me guess, you don't care, right? Just like the Redskins. No, no, I cared. I was checking. I was watching it on stats, but, you know, I had that even. Never mind. I'm not even going to tell you. I don't even want to know. I really don't even want to know. You don't want to know, but I was was otherwise occupied during the game. So I was watching stats. That That sounds sketchy. That ain't true! It, yeah. it, it sounds sketchy. Well, I can't call for proof because my proof happens to be sleeping in this morning. So, One of these days we'll have to do that. We'll have to get my wife to call in. I really don't want to do that. No, no offense to your wife. It has nothing to do with your wife. I just really don't want to do that. Okay. What, what purpose would she serve on this show? Because then she would like back me up a little bit here. She could say anything. She could say you saved a kitten from a burn, burning building. I still won't give you credit for not watching football. Okay. Are you revoking my man card forever? I ain't from even revoking out? anything. You do you. Okay. You act like I'm this terrible person. No, I'm not. I just ask. I just ask that you watch football every now and then. That's it. Okay, that's what I'm doing. I'm watch. I'm keeping up the. St- I'm doing as best as I can with what I can. That ain't true. I'm just gonna let my sounders talk for me today. <laughs> okay, right on. So to answer your question, as we're just has as this show has no. Rhyme or reason, we're just going about it. At this t- point, on for the last twenty minutes, we'll just well, because Tubby's just running the show and, and running okay. and gunning. But I'm not even sitting in the big boy chair, right? Philadelphia, at Carolina. Philadelphia had multiple drops in this ball game. They and they also couldn't finish drives. I mean, there were a lot of times that they had short field goals with Caleb Sturgis. He missed it. He missed. Or, I mean, he made it. But I mean, you, there were missed opportunities to score touchdowns. He missed one field goal, and the grand scheme of things didn't matter. But this was a touchdown ball game to the end. Till Carolina kicked a field goal and. And, you know, put it out of reach. <clears throat> but Philadelphia was in this game. Philadelphia was, was flat-out beaten. Sam Bradford, 205 yards passing. Sure, it was the passing later in the ballgame, but I don't care. The Eagles' defense couldn't stop the run, which they did for most of their other games this year. The Eagles got the running game going, but they didn't really do much. And they just dropped the ball. There were about six or seven drops, a couple of them at extremely unfortunate times for the Eagles, costing the game. Carolina still has not beaten a team with a, right, with a, with a winning record because you can consider the Eagles not a team with a winning record. Right. Um, but Carolina did what they had to do. They came in on a hot team, 6-0. and You know, they were ready to go off a bye week for the Eagles, and the Eagles weren't. The Eagles had a, had a shorter week coming on the Monday nighter, and uh, there they are. So, so after watching Carolina, and I know it stings because your team lost, but does this kind of legitimate legitimate? Legitimize the Carolina Panthers, yes, to an extent, yes. Okay. Um, Thank God you knew where I was going with that. I appreciate Because well, I understand words. Carolina, uh, 7-0 now. They're a solid football team. I mean, the NFC South um, is a, a 
decent division this year. I mean, the Saints have come back from death. Right. And they're okay overall because the Falcons are decent too. But, I mean, I think Carolina is going to make the playoffs. I want to see them play tougher teams. But, I mean, this was a hard-fought game on the road for the Eagles. I mean, there was a lot of turnovers in this game. It it wasn't a sloppy game. It was just a a, a tough game played by two, two decent teams. And the Carolina Panthers won. And now they move to 7-0. and So that was good work by them. But the Eagles dropped. The Eagles had chances to win that game, and they did it. And that's the bottom line. And the biggest problem is that Ryan Matthews is, one of, is a solid running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's barely getting any touches. People are saying Ryan Matthews get hurt. He gets more carries. Other people are saying who cares to Marco Murray. He's not the guy that's going to fit in his offense as well. But he's getting paid more, so you've got to give him more touches. La-di-da-di-da. I don't know. I don't know if there's some problems there. But now they have a bye week, so this stinks because it's going to sting, and you got a couple weeks, and the Philly fan base is going to sit on this for and just stew. a while. For a while. Right. So um, we're going to hit a break here, come back. we got some uh, breaking news in the Major League Baseball scene. We'll come back and finish up National Football League talk, finish with the Monday night uh, contest, give our predictions. Baltimore at Arizona, don't go anywhere. The morning after rolls along after this. Supporters of WFSC include Bonnell's Auto Group, featuring collision services in Erie and Fairview, auto glass replacement and repair in Fairview, auto sales in Erie and Fairview, and full rod shop services and restoration in Fairview. Information on each service is on the web at bonnellsauto.com. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tuesday is no easier than Monday. Relax with some soothing R&B and stay informed on all of the upcoming campus events with me, Sincerely Gigi. Every Tuesday night at 9, I'll have decades worth of the best rhythm and blues with Edinburgh news you won't want to miss. Streaming live on the new home of Edinburgh Campus Media, edinburghnow.com, and of course right here on WFSC 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. 9.47 here on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. It's the morning after Tyler and Tubby. 88.9, 88.9, edinburghnow.com, the TuneIn app on mobile devices. Check out our podcast on edinburghnow.com later, not now, later on edinburghnow.com. You can listen to all of this hilarity in its entirety, and you can just really, we kind of have to go back and listen to it just so we can figure out what actually happened because it's kind of a blur, this 60 yes. minutes. It flies by so quickly. It does, especially and, and on Mondays. so and, stupid. You do. Like, I really hope that you go home and, and you listen to it and you just make like a tally chart of all the ridiculous things you say. And just I don't think say, I have enough ink at home to make those and, tally and marks. And you should have just said, oh, I shouldn't have said this here, I shouldn't have said that there. Because I do that for you. I okay. Do. I ran out of paper. Well, yeah. I could see so, that. 
Uh, nonetheless, NFL talk fun to continue these things out is we're going to try to stay more behaved here. We got a little, we got a little uh, talking to in the break. Yeah, we were bad. Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time okay, out, I was, time I was yeah, bad. Don't say we. Don't lump me in with your nonsense, all right? Okay. I'm above the childish play that you do. You just try to irk me, and you, like, get under my skin, like... Nobody else does. Like, no, there's, like, there's, there's that little bug. I'm trying to think of a bug that gets under a person's a skin. A tick? Not a tick. Oh, I can't think of it. It, was, it ran rampant in my high school one year, and I can't remember. I have no idea. I'm trying to think. We can go with a tick, but you're a tick. That's what you are. Okay. What okay. is it? I, I Starts. Think. I think it has an S in it. Doesn't help though. Okay. But anyway, I picked. If you remember back to Friday. Show. Oh, you back to. Oh, I didn't got. I got to do my breaking news. I didn't know you were back to running the show. Oh, I thought that's what I was. I thought we were just continuing. Okay, go ahead. Carry on with your breaking news. I'll shut up now, boss. I'm sorry. I just want to say because it has Phillies involved with it. Right. The Phillies named the new general manager this morning. Um was already basically decided a few days ago reported, but they officially announced Matt Klentak, the new Phillies general manager. Uh, the funniest part of that whole storyline with the Phillies general manager, their former one, Ruben Amaro Jr., talk about how fall, falling far from grace was the general manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, mm-hmm. now first base coach for the Boston Red Sox. Still in the league. The man's been in the league his entire life. His dad was a ball player. Yeah, but I'm saying he's still up up at the major. I mean, Tough. like now, how'd you said that he was like the first base coach for the single A? Tubby, he went from Barnstormer. general manager of the Philadelphia Phillies mm-hmm. to first base coach of the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Still getting a major league paycheck. There's probably about two less zeros in that. Yeah, but I'm least. saying he's not like kicked down to like the single A farm team. In, in, like, West by God, Minnesota. You don't understand things. Okay. My logic is flawed. How much respect does a first base coach have in Major League Baseball? Depends. Name, name another first base coach in Major League Baseball, Tommy. Do it. Alomar? Is that a first base coach for yeah, who? I think so. Um, hold on. You don't even know the team! No, I don't, but I, I, I know because he's a former Indian. Hold on. We don't got time for this. I'm going back to the NFL. You, you figure that out. I will. New England. Here's a game which I re- really wish I could have seen. New York at New England. New England wins 30-23 to 23 over the Jets. So New England stays undefeated. I think Tom Brady's the MVP. Him and Cam Newton are going to duke this out. But those Jets, Tubby, those Jets, they're mm-hmm. legit in that division. They are absolutely, positively legit. All right, good talk. Next game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was close. I'm sorry. I was looking stuff up because you told me to prove it. I was looking stuff up. I, didn't, I thought you were going to give me a little bit. Well, I don't have time to do that. Okay. I'm sorry. You need the I'm thing- sorry. This is just when Tyler just takes me to whooping shed and no, I just get beat. No, Tubby, my point is about the first base thing is that you have to look it up. You don't know a first base coach off the top of you, your head. You told me you were a big baseball fan, so I expected you to do it. I did. I'm sorry. So, do you know general managers? You know more general managers in Major League Baseball? Or can you not name them either? It's okay. I'm just asking. Because maybe, maybe, maybe my whole point was flawed if you can't name a general manager either. I know Tito. He's not a general manager. Oh, he's okay. 
He's the manager. He's the manager. Do you know the difference between a general manager and you a manager? You know what? Maybe I don't. Maybe I just... Can he fire me? Can we get Mike on the phone and have me fired? Okay, so maybe that's why you're not understanding this. Maybe I'm... A ma- general manager is a front office executive. Right. Where's the suit? Right. The okay. manager is the baseball coach. So it's not the like you just guy, went from... The old man- guy in a uniform. Right. So it's not like he went from a manager to a first base coach. That's okay. That's like going from a head coach to an offensive coordinator. It's whatever. I understand that. But okay. you went from a guy who basically plays fantasy baseball, picks, you know, runs the farm right. system, decides who goes up and down, trades all the, all the like, to a first base coach, to, who decides if you get to round first base to go to second and hold your batting gloves when you get the first base because sometimes you don't like to wear them or put them in your back pocket. They usually have other duties. Name I'd imagine. One. I'd imagine they would. You do don't even stuff. know a first base coach. How do you know they <laughs> no, have no. other duties? To save money. So basically, <laughs> so what? Because you know you just can't have one guy just out there just to hold the gloves and stuff. You know, I mean, he's got to do other stuff with the team. I mean, I know they have like a paid position as a batting coach. Can or whatever, we please? Can we please get back to the NFL? Because okay. I think, pun intended here, you are so far out in left field with baseball that it it's. I'm just not an American. You told me you were a baseball fan. I talked to you two weeks, not even, a couple of days ago, and you said, oh, I can't wait for spring. I'll be able to talk baseball. I can do that. Right. When spring comes. It's not spring yet. That doesn't mean baseball just leaves your mind, Tubby. Yes, it does, because there's only like a few, it goes through like a rotating, rotating slot. It's like a revolver. You know, right now it's like football, wrestling. Well, you know baseball's still going on, right? I know. You, you it's do a world, realize it's that. a World Series with two teams I don't care about. Who is in the World Series? It's the Mets and the Royals. There you go. See, I need so that. more teams you don't care about. Good job. More teams. More teams I don't care about. What game you want to talk about before we get to the Monday Nighter? Give me one more game. Since you're just this thing is just so I'm I don't I don't even know. Is Minnesota legit? You asked me this question like three times. I know because I still can't believe it. No, Minnesota's not legit. They're playing okay. Detroit. Okay. And they only won by nine. Okay. You think Minnesota's legit? I think so. I think, I, yeah. So you're telling me Minnesota's making the playoffs this year? Yes. Who's in your division? Green Bay. Correct. So they're not winning the division. Right. But you I think th- they're going to get one of the two wild cards? Yep. Okay. So. Who, who, else, who else are your picks right now to get the wild card? Well, Carolina and Atlanta are in the same division. Right. So one of them are getting the wild card. You, you think one of those teams being left at home? Right now you got a team that's right now you got a team that's seven zero and a team that's six and one. Right. One of the, you're telling me one of those teams right now halfway through the year has a combined one loss. You think is gonna one of those teams going to make the playoff, miss the playoffs? If any of them would, it would be Atlanta. I could. That's see not the in, question I asked. I could see them imploding. I asked was you really think one of those two teams predicting it out? You think one of those two teams are, mi- are could missing implode? The yes. It's a, it's called a prediction for a reason. Yeah, Tubby. that's what I'm saying. Not could, not woulda, coulda, shoulda. I could get struck yes. by lightning when I walk Atlanta out. Atlanta will implode and will not make okay, the playoffs. Okay, so Atlanta's missing playoffs. So there's okay. So there's two open wild card spots left. So Minnesota, and then who else is going to get the other wild card spot in the NFC? Seahawks. So who's winning that division? St. Louis. Aren't they in that division? Cardinals will most likely win that division. No, yeah. Unless you're saying the Cardinals will implode too. No, because they got two easy wins coming up. Because they're going to win the Monday night game against Baltimore, and then they go into Cleveland to face Cleveland at home, and they're going to win against Cleveland. Okay. So I don't. I mean, just the momentum train that they have going. I don't think. I don't think they're going to slow down. 
I'm going to look. I'm going to bring up the NFL standings real quick for you. Okay. Because apparently you might need a refresher on some division, divisional alignment I, as well. I got, I got messed up. What do you want? It's Monday and I'm half brain dead. And, and You say that. You say that about like half the days of the week, <sighs> Tubby. I know. It's early senility. What do you want? It's what? Never mind. Who? The, okay, look at this. The North, Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. Packers will win. The West, the Rams are in that division as well. Yes. Okay? So they're 3-3. Three and three. The Cardinals are 4-2. and two. The Seahawks are 3-4. and four. All of those teams are still in it. Right. The Minnesota Vikings are 4-2. and two. They're looking good. Right. They're looking good. But the Vikings down the stretch, I don't know if they have it long term. You're telling well, me. Okay, so out of the NFC East, right, the, the only person that's going to go to the to playoffs out of that is going to be the division winner, correct? Out of which division? The NFC East. Most likely right now, it looks like that. Okay. Right. So there's no wild card potential there. Right. Right. We've already stated that Green Bay is going to win the North. Okay. And I already said that the Vikings are going to pick up that wild card slot. Okay. So then we look at the next one. We go to the South. Right? Right. We said the Panthers are going to win that, and I already said that the Falcons are going to implode. Okay. They will not make that second wild card. Okay. Right? Right. So then that leaves the NFC West. Okay. So you're going to tell me that both of the wild cards are going to come out of the NFC West? not say both the wild cards are coming out of the NFC West. So that leaves only one coming out of the NFC West, which right. leaves the other one for the Vikings. So why am I wrong? Because I don't think the, Val- the Falcons are going to implode. I think they're legit. I think Dan Quinn's going to win Coach of the Year. I don't. If he has already not. So who's your Coach of the Year? I don't know. Okay. But not him. Looking at the Vikings' schedule down the stretch, um, they have the Bears on Sunday, November 1st. Win. The Rams. They can beat the Rams. The Raiders. Yeah, they can beat the Raiders. The Packers. The Falcons. The Seahawks. The Cardinals. The The Vikings' playoff hopes will be decided by December 10th. They have the Packers, the Falcons, the Seahawks, the Cardinals. That's a gauntlet. Outside of the Packers game, I think they win the other three. <laughs> you think they go three and one in that stretch? Yes. How much stock did you buy in the Vikings? No, I'm just saying. I mean, when one of these teams that have been struggling for so long and has been bad for so long has been the little dog that's been kicked. There's a lot of teams in the NFL. Correct. Like that. But when they manage to turn it around and they get on a stretch like this and they're actually competing and winning games, don't ever count them out. I'm saying. Okay, so to continue after that stretch, they have the Bears, the Giants, and then the Packers in their final week, their final game, January 3rd. Right. So, so you're going Vikings. Yes. Could be right. I'm completely um, against that. Of course you are. I just, I, I, don't, I don't believe the Vikings are legit. I believe Teddy Bridgewater is legit quarterback. I think he's the guy that's going to be with the Vikings right. and have them long term. I just don't think he's going to be, it's, I don't think it's this year. That's all. So, you already said it earlier, you're picking Arizona to beat Baltimore tonight. I'm going to do the same, 8.30 at the University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, uh, Arizona. That's on ESPN and the Watch ESPN app for you fine folks. And um, that's all for our show today, Tubbs. We wasted a heck of a lot of time. We sure did. You're welcome. Thanks for all for tuning in, dealing with this stuff. If you missed any of it, check our podcast out on edinburghnow.com, where you can also listen live 24-7, 365, also on the TuneIn app, and and 88.9 on your dial. It's been the morning after. We'll be back tomorrow, myself with Chewy, with more NFL talk and more. Talk to you then.